Hello, and welcome to H2 Tech Talk, the podcast series from H2 Tech, the hydrogen technology journal from Gulf Energy Information. I'm Tyler Campbell, Associate Editor of H2 Tech, and your host for this week's H2 Tech Talk. Today, we will be looking at the top stories pertaining to the hydrogen sector in May, from green ethylene production to a planned electrolyzer production facility, this episode will get you up to date. But before we get started, I'd like to remind you to please subscribe and share the H2 Tech Talk podcast for more expert discussions on technology and trends in the hydrogen sector. It's easy to subscribe. Just click the subscribe button on iTunes or Blurberry. Now, let's talk hydrogen. Topso to build world's largest electrolyzer production facility to accelerate power to X capacity. Topso announced its intention to construct the world's largest and most advanced industrial scale electrolyzer production plant. Topso's ambition is to rapidly accelerate the adoption of green solutions within power to X. In this field, the company has the leading technology to decarbonize hard to abate sectors such as transport, chemicals, steel, and cement. The new electrolyzer production plant, which will be constructed in Herning, Denmark, will be operational by 2024 and have an annual capacity of 500 megawatts with scalability up to 5 gigawatts, making it one of the first industrial-scale plants of its kind. Construction is scheduled to begin in the second half of this year, subject to board and other regulatory approvals. According to Topso, it is already seeing considerable interest in its power-to-X solutions and is in advanced discussions with several potential partners over future offtake agreements and commitments to reserve capacity from the electrolyzer plant. Developing a strong power-to-X industry in Europe will also enforce the EU's ambition of being independent of energy imports from other regions. The milestone is ensuring large-scale availability of electrolyzers for power-to-X solutions takes place at the same time as Ursula von der Leyen, president of the European Commission, and state leaders from Denmark, Germany, the Netherlands, and Belgium signed an agreement in which the parties agreed to invest in a tenfold capacity increase of offshore wind by 2050. The political agreement ensures significant availability of the renewable power needed to supply future power to X facilities in the EU. Here are some details about the production plant. Topso and Herning Municipality have signed a land lease agreement. Capacity. The plant will have a capacity of 500 megawatt electrolyzers per year and with an option to extend to 5 gigawatts. The plant will produce SOEC electrolyzers, which is solid oxide electrolyzer cells, which have a higher energy efficiency than competing technologies. Size. The leased land covers an area of 72,000 square meters. The production plant will cover an area of more than 23,000 square meters. California carbon capture bills passed state Senate with bipartisan support. Three bills to advance carbon capture and storage in California passed the state Senate, bringing the state one step closer to commercializing CCS climate technologies. 
deemed critical to decarbonization by the International Energy Agency and the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Exchange. The three bills are, one, SB 905, the Decarbonized Cement and Geologic Carbon Sequestration Demonstration Act tasked the CARB with developing a geologic carbon sequestration demonstration initiative and funding one to three projects by January 2026. It also tasked the CIRB with prioritizing demonstration projects that achieve specified environmental justice and greenhouse gas emissions reductions goals. The projects must also reduce air pollution and other co-pollutants from cement facilities that impact the health of local communities. It passed the Senate on May 24, 2022 by a vote of 27 to 9 with four abstentions. Number two, SB 1399. The Carbon Capture Technology Demonstration Project grant program requires the California Energy Commission, or CEC, to establish a competitive grant program to fund three projects that deploy and commercialize carbon capture projects at industrial facilities. It allows for utilization of captured carbon with the requirement that projects must result in a net reduction of greenhouse gas emissions and includes a task force to provide technical and policy assistance to developers hoping to obtain permits necessary to deploy carbon capture projects. It passed the Senate on May 25, 2022, with a bipartisan vote of 35 to 5, with five abstentions. Number three, SB 1101. The Carbon Sequestration, Poor Space Ownership and Carbon Capture Utilization and Storage Program requires the CARB in consultation with the California Geological Survey to establish a carbon capture utilization and storage program for developing the commercial application of carbon capture utilization and storage technologies and equipment. The bill also creates an administrative framework within the CARB that provides support for carbon capture projects seeking approval across the state. The projects must ensure permanent sequestration and include a plan for 100 years of maintenance, testing, and monitoring, as well as plug-in and abandonment, project repairs, and site closure as necessary. The bill also directs CARB to prioritize projects that reduce greenhouse gas emissions, minimize land use and environmental, noise, air quality, traffic, and other construction-related impacts to local communities, as well as projects that maximize benefits to, to the disadvantaged communities. It passed the Senate on May 25, 2022, with a bipartisan vote of 38 to 1, with one abstention. Dutch Bond and Siemens Mobility present new hydrogen train and storage tank trailer. DB and Siemens Mobility are continuing to drive the climate-friendly transportation transition in rail. The two partners premiered elements of their innovative complete system at the Siemens plant in Creefield. The newly developed Mario Plus H, the next generation of hydrogen-powered train and newly designed mobile hydrogen storage trailer. 
The train and its new infrastructure are intended to replace diesel multiple unit trains in commuter and regional transport and reduce rail-related CO2 emissions to zero. The H2 rail project is being funded as part of the National Innovation Program for Hydrogen and Fuel Cell Technology, or NOW, with 13.74 million euros by the Federal Ministry for Digital and Transport, or BMDV. The funding guideline is coordinated by NOW and implemented by Project LEAD. As a two-car train, the Mario Plus H for the H2 GOES rail project has an operating range of up to 800 kilometers and a top speed of 160 kilometers per hour. A three-car version has a range of up to 1,000 kilometers. One key element needed to make hydrogen technology competitive with diesel fuel in the daily operations is a fast refueling process. To provide this, DB has developed a new method that for the first time enables a hydrogen train to be refueled as fast as a diesel powered train. This is an essentially important factor considering the closely timed scheduling of DB's regional passenger service. The fast refueling of hydrogen trains will make the technology competitive in daily operations. Hydrogen trains have a particularly climate-friendly drive technology. Since it operates emissions-free with green hydrogen, and emits only water vapor. In the H2 GOES rail project, for example, the hydrogen train will save around 330 tons of CO2 in one year compared to a diesel powertrain. In general, the Mario Plus H can save 520 tons per year depending on the route profile. The hydrogen will be produced in Tubigen by DB using green electricity taken directly from the overhead power line. To service the train, the DB Maintenance Depot, OM, will be equipped accordingly. The Mirio Plus H will start testing in 2023. During its planned passenger service in 2024, the hydrogen train for the H2 GOES Rail project with Dutch Bond will provide regular passenger service between Tubingen, Horb, and Forzenheim, and replace a diesel train. Project details. The joint funding project is officially called H2 Goes Rail. The Federal Ministry for Digital and Transport is funding the project with over 13 million euros through the National Innovation Program Hydrogen and Fuel Cell Technology, NIP2. NIP2 is coordinated by NOW, the National Organization for Hydrogen and Fuel Cell Technology, and is being implemented by the project lead. Hydrogen propulsion. In hydrogen drive systems using fuel cell technology, the reaction of hydrogen and oxygen produces electricity and waste product water. These trains can be used by DB to become climate neutral by replacing its diesel-powered trains with alternative drive systems. To ensure the solution is truly, truly eco-friendly, green electricity is used to produce the environmentally friendly green H2. DB Energy is responsible for supplying the hydrogen. Mirio Plus H. Siemens has developed a two-car commuter train with a state-of-the-art drive system. The system consists of a fuel cell and a lithium-ion battery. The Mirio Plus H will be as powerful as a conventional electric multiple-unit train 
and have an operating range of up to 800 kilometers. Depending on operating conditions, such as the season or the route, a three-car version will have a range of 1,000 kilometers. Among its distinguishing features are the train's low life cycle cost due to low maintenance and repair costs, and a top speed of 160 kilometers per hour. Filling Station DB has developed, tested, and optimized the necessary hydrogen infrastructure. The hydrogen is produced by electrolysis at the DB Maintenance Depot in Chubin using green electricity directly from overhead power line. In the electrolyzer, water is split into hydrogen and oxygen using electricity. After being compressed, the hydrogen is stored in a mobile storage unit. Prior to the refueling procedure, the green fuel is processed and cooled. The mobile system will make it possible to conduct further test projects on non-electrified rail routes. Rapid refueling. The train is refueled with hydrogen in an innovative procedure that, for the first time, takes no longer than when tanking a diesel train. This is an especially important factor considering DB's commuter and regional trains operate on closely timed schedules. With this fast refueling process, Hydrogen technology will be competitive with the diesel fuel currently in use. Maintenance. The DB Maintenance Depot in Ohm will be converted to handle the servicing of the hydrogen trains. Extensively trained DB region staff, supported by Siemens Mobility employees, will service and maintain the trains. Passenger Operations. After completing a test phase, the train will enter passenger service between tubing, Corb and Forzenheim in 2024. Approximately 120,000 kilometers of scheduled rail service are planned. The route is particularly suitable for the test with typical regional service frequencies and topography. By replacing the diesel powered train use on this route, the Mirio Plus H for Siemens Mobility will save around 330 tons per year of CO2. The drivers will be specially trained on the train and operate it in passenger service. Lummis and Brascom announced partnership for green ethylene technology. Lummis Technology announced a partnership with Brascom to license green ethylene technology. Lummis and Brascom will license worldwide technology to produce green ethylene and accelerate the use of bioethanol for chemicals and plastics, supporting the industry's efforts towards a carbon neutral circular economy. Lummis has licensed approximately 40% of global ethylene capacity, giving the company the technical capability and licensing expertise to further develop and market the technology behind green ethylene. This partnership enables the license of the technology globally, with the first two projects being developed in the U.S. and Thailand. The latest still under evaluation and subject to the approvals of respective governance bodies. This partnership reflects Lummis' strategic business direction through its subsidiary Green Circle to commercialize and develop breakthrough solutions to address the key pillars of the energy transition, including end-of-life waste plastics recycling, production of bio-derived sustainable chemicals, and decarbonization strategies for existing and new assets. Studies suggest solar energy can be cleanly converted into hydrogen. 
Research led by the University of Strathclyde suggests that solar energy can be accessed and converted into hydrogen. Greenhouse gas emissions need to be significantly reduced to avoid the potentially catastrophic effects of climate change, with access to clean and affordable energy needed to eliminate our reliance on fossil fuels. The UK government plans to replace fossil fuels using hydrogen as a storable fuel. Green hydrogen. Most hydrogen is still made from natural gas, producing greenhouse gases, and green H2 production is urgently needed. Green hydrogen is produced from water using photocatalysts, a material which drives the decomposition of water into hydrogen and oxygen using sunlight. The study, titled Photocatalytic Overall Water Splitting Under Visible Light Enabled by a Particulate Conjugated Polymer Loaded with Iridium, is published in Engawante Chemi, a journal of the German Chemical Society. It suggests that using photocatalysts under simulated sunlight facilities, the decomposition of water when loaded with an appropriate metal catalyst, in this case, iridium. When used in a fuel cell, hydrogen does not emit any GHGs at the point of use and can help decarbonize sectors such as shipping and transportation, where it can be used as a fuel, as well as in manufacturing industries. Dr. Sebastian Sprick, from Strathclyde said, the reported photocatalyst can access solar energy through energetically unfavorable processes to generate a storable energy carrier in the form of hydrogen from water. The hydrogen then can be converted cleanly into electricity in the fuel cell with water being the only side product. The study provides a way forward to optimize further as it's not sacrificial. The photocatalyst polymers are of huge interest as their properties can be tuned using synthetic approaches allowing for simple and systematic optimization of the structure in the future and to optimize activity further. Researchers say another potential advantage is that polymers are printable, allowing the use of cost-effective printing technologies for scale-up, just like newspaper printing. We hope you enjoyed the latest hydrogen-related news stories. Thanks for stopping by for another episode of H2 Tech Talk. Please remember to share and subscribe. Thanks.